Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Can't Get a Text Back. I am in quarantine week 10 and I have learned how to use Zoom, which means I can finally have guests on the podcast. So in case you haven't listened, I recorded my other podcast. It's not that hard. It's our first episode in like four or five months. Um, You can find that on iTunes and Spotify. We did that with Zoom and today I finally had my first guest. So today I'll be interviewing Raya Hensler, who I actually met online. We became friends through a podcasting group on Facebook, and we've kind of just kept a relationship going and we support each other online. So we decided why not finally have her on my podcast. So here's just a little bit about Raya. She is a Houston-based creative. So she dabbles in writing, blogging, modeling, podcasting, and acting. She's a huge advocate for mental health, and she writes about this as well as podcasts about it in her blog and on her podcast. She really just lives life authentically. In our interview, we talk a lot about dating, mental health, relationships, lots of astrology in there, and we really could have just done this episode for four hours if we didn't cut it off. So um, I hope you guys enjoy the show, and I look forward to doing more episodes with some guests. So uh, here is Raya. All right, guys. So I am here with Raya Hensler. This is so long in the making. Thank you for coming on. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. I love doing podcasts. I love talking. Me too. And what's really funny is Ray and I were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording. And I was saying, thank God that it's you that I'm recording this with, because you're my first ever guest on, like, I've never had a guest in person, never in Zoom. If there's one thing that the quarantine has um, taught me is how to use my fucking computer. Like, I don't know how to do anything. I'm and like, we did have some technical difficulties. You sent me the wrong Zoom ID. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I'm like, how does this work? I'm, I'm like, it's funny because I'm like, oh my God, when I have to do this with other people, I'm going to be embarrassed. Like, I know, know but no, I'm a good guinea pig. I'm not going to judge you. So, Perfect. that you know, I was super, super anti- video calls or or FaceTimes or like yeah. whatever on my other podcast. Here we go. Three yeah. seconds in, brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but especially with this quarantine, I think I've let some of it go because I guess I've seen other people do it. I don't know. To me, I was just like a little bougie bitch and was like, no, I need a studio and I need yeah. yes, I need a chair and you can come here and like all these things. And um, I was really doing the most. But yeah. now it's We're good. learning how to do more with less. You yeah. Know? And you know, the thing I love about podcasts is it, it they don't have to be super professional, no. super professionally done. Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of celebs, which makes me feel fucking good because they have all the money in the world and the assistance and like, whatever, like their stuff still is kind of like rough sometimes. And to me, that makes it more personable. Yes. You know, hundred percent. I think about, yeah, like videos. I've done a couple of YouTube videos, not a ton. Every once in a while, I'll film a YouTube video and it's you're editing out every single breath that you take because you don't want it to sound unprofessional. And I love podcasting because the first couple of episodes on my other podcast that I've done with Anushka, the first couple of episodes, I'm editing out pauses and things like that. And I'm like, fuck it now. Like, really forget about it. There goes your dog. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like, oh gosh, we both need attention, you know? Yeah. Speaking, speaking of editing, like if your dog is, bitching, there is a chance I probably won't edit it out. And I'm sorry guys. It okay. Is yeah. It might be high pitch. Sorry in advance. She, you know, she likes attention, but I'll try to keep her under wraps, but yeah, dude, the editing process, like I think podcast editing felt like I'm a one man band as you are too. Like yeah. one man band influencer, like whatever. And, um, it's tedious and I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. No, I not like, like, don't want to do it. I don't want to like over edit when I don't have to, you know? Yeah, that too. It's, it's, I mean, it's silly. Listen, the only thing I want to be editing is I want this to get to a point where I'm editing in ads, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, that's the only thing I want to be editing. Yes. Um, so it's really funny because another thing is Raya and I have never met before. Like never met, never met. Okay, you we're on ninety Texas. day fiance right now. Yeah, we're on ninety day fiance. <laughs> Wait, so uh, you live in Texas, right? Yes, Houston. Yeah, where you live? Okay, she's yeah. in Houston. I'm in New Jersey. I'm like we've never met before. So 
we, the way that we met was on like a, a Facebook group that was for other podcasters, influencers. And, and we started ours around the same time. Yes. We, yeah. We I think maybe I started like a month or a couple weeks right before y'all, but it was literally yeah. around the same time. So like you would have an episode, we would vice versa. Like we were just like supporting yeah. each other. I feel like Do you well, I was, were you supporting yeah. me, bitch? Yeah, we were. And you know, what's funny. I like, and I'll say this all the time. People you don't know sometimes support your ventures way more than people you do now don't get me started girl mm. yes I say that all the time it's always like the people right outside your circle that mm. are like your biggest cheerleaders supporters the people who get you I also think it's probably because they have like an unbiased opinion of you mm-hmm. and like they, they're not emotionally attached necessarily like you know as they follow you and grow with you and whatever then they you know become emotionally attached but you know starting stuff with your friend's perception or in mind is, is really hard. Yeah. It's so hard. You talk about friendships all day. Yeah. I mean, it used to bother me more than it does now. So I've come to the conclusion where I'm like, I think that my friends, especially people who don't listen to podcasts, I'm like, please don't listen just because you're trying to support me. Like I, you know, I'd rather somebody listen because they genuinely like podcasts and they want to listen. Um, At first it used to bother me. I don't know if you're this way. So another way that uh, Raya and I connected is Raya started sharing Sagittarius memes and I'm a Sagittarius. I'm definitely, I don't know as much as you do. When's your birthday? December 13th. Oh, 13. Okay. I'm the, I'm December 2nd. So okay. that's good. You're a December baby, November yeah. baby, November Sag are a little weird. I'm not going to lie. They're like, no, it's fun. They're more moody for sure. Okay. That makes yeah. fun. Cause they're closer to Scorpio. Yeah. I, I mean, I know yeah, a little bit. I, yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean really anything, but to me, I'm, even if they don't have Scorpio in their chart or anything like that, I still feel like they're like pretty moody. Like I've never met like a November Sag. It's like, hey, yeah. like what's up? Like they're very like loners. I'm a loner too, but I'm like an extroverted loner. Yeah. Like you, when you're out, you're like out and you want to be there. And then when, like when you're home, you're like, this is so good. I never want to leave. I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. Um, Wait, I was going to say though, as a Sagittarius, you probably, I know that you probably have this in common with me. Have you had so many weird little businessy adventures since like, like ventures since you're a child and now you're like, your friends are like, what are you doing now? Yeah. Well, actually, no. As a child, I wasn't very entrepreneurial. No, definitely not. (laughs) And my twin, well, no, like my my cousin was, like my little cousin. Well, he's not little anymore. He's um, like four years younger than than me or whatever. But he, my whole family, we always thought he was going to be a businessman because he will haggle a deal. Like if you, if he wants, you know, this goldfish and you have whatever, he wants something from it, you know? So I wasn't like that. But yeah, oh yeah. Like in terms of, what I want to be when I grew up, I always, I always knew I wanted to act. I always knew I wanted to be like an entertainer of some sort. I also did go through a little tomboy phase. I wanted to be a race car driver, um, a vet. Um, a race car else? driver. A race car driver, yeah. I, was I like, still don't know really what I want to do when I grow up. I don't either. Now, honestly, and I think maybe that's my – maybe that's hanging me up. No. Um, no, I don't, I don't either. And I think maybe that's my issue too. Like, I don't have a plan. Like before I moved to LA, my life was, I was very like, okay, going to do this to do that, to that, that, blah, 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 blah. I would say I'm a planner since moving to LA and moving back. I'm definitely less of a planner. I'm more of a go with the flow. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really, I, <laughs> to say that I don't have goals is not true. No, it's, it's but just- I get it. I just, I'm a definitely a person who thinks that she can do everything and mm-hmm. I do do everything. Yeah. And I want to get back into real estate. Like what's wrong right. with Right. Like, I, do you feel like you might have a bunch of different careers in your lifetime? Yes. But now I think I've picked a category. Okay. Does that make sense? So yeah. I think whatever it's going to be, it's going to be something creative. Either it's going to be marketing. I mean, even real estate is creative because it's very quick, right? Like, yeah. or can be, you know, you work, you meet a lot of different people. You work with a lot of different houses. You have to plan all these parties and work for yourself. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm on the right track to have a lot of jobs. I'm already (laughs) down like 27 jobs or some shit. I stopped counting. I have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) So, but I think uh, creative is is good for me. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I've I've I think that that's probably a Sagittarius thing. I mean, I've always been creative. I danced my whole life, and now I've been. Did you? Yes. Yeah, I danced my whole life. That's crazy. And then, I mean, I've been I've been doing makeup for over ten years now, but. I'm like, I love makeup. And you, I'm like, you I see my videos. I love to like put moisturizers on. I love to touch my face. Like I love makeup, but I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't want to touch anybody's face. <laughs> like I don't want to touch anybody else's face. I don't want to do this, but I feel like being creative in a different way. And it's just, I mean, the point that I'm kind of getting to here is, you know, I think that when you're, you're very like go with the flow, you're okay with change. You're kind of like following, you know, wherever life takes you. Sometimes it's, I think, difficult for the people who are closest to you to support that next thing. Cause they're like, okay, now what? Oh, interesting. <laughs> you know, and now I'm not you want to be an astronaut. It. No, now you want, I am, yeah. I'm still <laughs> offended. I'm, I am, I'm getting over it, but I still think I'm like in it. Okay. You know, like, um, I think I'm on the tail end of it, but it still stings a bit. Yeah, yeah when you're I get it. Supported because it's like, wow, yeah. I go to like all your shit. I share all your shit. Yeah. Um, you know, even in your yeah. personal life, I'm here, there, and everywhere, and you can't even come to one thing. Like, yeah, whatever. or just like share one thing. You know, just share, just share it. And if you yeah. liked it, but yeah. if you didn't, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you how would you describe like yourself and your platform now and what it is that you're trying to do? So I definitely have been, well, first of all, I've been a huge advocate through mental health. I think my whole life, it's maybe come and gone as terms of like how loud I am about it at certain points in my life, you know, Uh, because when you're going through things, it's hard to really vocalize that and like, it's vulnerable, you know? So, but especially like this past year, I've just really, um, gone through therapy and I just really want to be like a voice be a voice to people who really like don't know how to voice their opinions themselves or something like that or you know just to help them feel less alone so really into mental health obviously I like relationships I have a blog about that although I haven't written in a while but I'm getting back to it just because I've been you know so many other things I get it I get it (laughs) um yeah, and just really being like just there for people. Astrology girl, I guess. Now yeah. people send me so many memes. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've seen that six times. But. Yeah, I mean, even though I haven't met, even though I haven't met you, I can say just by like, you know, we follow each other on social media. Um, I if I had a, if somebody said describe Ray, I would be like mental health, social media, Ray is rants, astrology. Ray is rants. <laughs> yes. So yeah, what, I, what kind of got you into your passion for mental health and discussing that with people and sharing your experience? Um, that is a good question. I think I naturally just talk about that. Like I'm a pretty open book and mm-hmm. I am how I am in my personal life as I am on social media, which right. I think is nice because a lot of people aren't. Um, but I think I was just kind of going through things or like trying to process them, talk, talk out loud, whatever. And I started getting like positive feedback or people asking me even just simple questions like, how do you find a therapist? And, um, Hey, like, what can I do about this? And blah, 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 blah. And, um, I was just like, Oh wow. Like there's like a lot of people who like, don't know like the right way to handle situations. Right. I don't know that. And I don't mean to overstep my bounds by any means. And I yeah, tell everybody, I'm like, Hey, like, I just want to help you because I wish somebody would have fucking told me this. You know what yeah. I mean? I would have cut a lot of time, you know? Yeah. So, um, I just think it's crazy how society plays such a big part on our upbringing and just the roles in our life yeah. and what really is right or wrong. That's subjective, but I do think that there is like a, like a right or wrong way to talk to somebody or to, you know, set a boundary and this and that, like, I don't know, I have a really open mind and it's hard for people who aren't as open to be as fluid. No, I know. I understand what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there might be people who they're not as comfortable talking about, you know, where their head is at the same way that you are. Right. But 
like being able to listen to somebody or, or, you know, read or follow along in their life can make them feel better. Yeah. And I'm definitely trying to listen more. I'm like I said, I'm definitely a talker. Um, I'm trying to listen more because not everybody wants to solve and not everybody wants to be like lectured. You know what I mean? That's been huge for me. That's so funny that you just said that the past, the past year. And if anything, like, I don't know if you feel this way. And I I think we've kind of uh, both connected on this, but quarantine has almost been a really good thing for us. Love it. Because so sad we've had the time to just like sit down, think about what we want, kind of regather because we are creative and, and we want other things for ourselves. Um, and a lot, of the, a lot of what I've been thinking about is how I do like to give advice. That's where me starting my platform came from. I like to give advice. I like to talk with people. But I've also, I've realized that not everybody wants advice. Not everybody wants it. Not everybody's ready for it. And it's so good to just listen and let people vent. And, yeah. you know, I, I realized, realized this, my mom's that way where like, you know, I'll, I'll call her just to vent about something and she's automatically giving me seven resolutions. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, just listen to me. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes people just want to be heard. Now there is a difference from venting and wanting to be heard than like constantly complaining. Yeah. Of course, you, you know, same thing over and over again. And right. And if you're going to keep coming to me with that, I'm just going to be like, Hey, you've, <laughs> You've said this multiple times yeah. and I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> right. But uh, here's your solution or whatever, you know? But, yeah. And I sound like a broken record and um, I'm, I'm always telling people like, hey, like go to therapy, go to therapy. I mean, they're really to me because I don't want to misspeak. Like I'm not educated. I'm just trying to translate what I've learned in my sessions, what I've learned in books, what I've read about, what I've listened to podcasts about. I mean, this is like a constant thing for me. I'm like really into personal development and personal growth. Um, I think that is a big part of my purpose. And I feel like it feels so aligned. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And so, yeah. So I tell people to go to therapy a lot. And I was like, look, I know I sound like a broken record, but it's amazing. And, and also the thing is, is like, you have to click with your therapist. Mm -hmm. Like not every therapist is good. And that's what I've also been trying to educate people. Like, Hey, like if you're already re- weary, like, you know, don't, don't cut it off too soon, but just make sure that you have, a, you click either your first or second session. And then if not move on, but don't get discouraged. Cause not, you know, every therapist is for you. Like I try to right. encourage people to, and so they're you're like, a big okay. advocate for going to therapy. Yeah. Cause I, th- well, cause I think it's, it's, you know, you can't just do one Avenue. I think that's what I was about to say. And I got sidetracked. Like I think it's really like mind, body, and soul. Like you have to have a spiritual connection. You have to be, you know, growing your, your spiritual faithfulness, whatever your faith is. You need to go to therapy to get like real hands-on tools that you can use, you know, lean on your friends and things like that. Be introspective. It's not just, I go to church on Sundays and I'm healed because God said I am. You know what I mean? Or I do yoga and I meditate. Oh my God. Yes. I, yeah. I have a friend that was like, I go to yoga and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Which is helpful. But if you're still going every day and you're still upset, like that, you know? Yeah. And it's like, like, I also know the problems and why I'm in therapy, but I don't Mm -hmm. know how to get around the problems or to get through the problems. You know what I mean? Like I don't have the tools to go. So I need somebody to help me. Like, yeah, I can go to yoga and be stressed out, but it's like, I'm not talking it out. I'm just sweating. Right you know? So. Right. No, I love that. It's I, I, definitely all of those things. Perfect. Um, speaking of how open you are, right. So like you're, you're an open book. So you're sharing, you know, people know that you go to therapy and you're open-minded. Um, but you being so, such an open book kind of led me to the idea for us to have this podcast. So one time you were doing a Raya's rants. So like, if you go on social media, you follow, follow Raya, this girl is, she wakes up in the morning, the crusties aren't even out of her. She's like, yeah. listen up bitches. I have stuff to say. <laughs> Dude, I've noticed that lately. And I'm like, holy shit. Also in quarantine, my hygiene has just gotten so bad. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But crusty saw my eyes and I'm like, Hey, don't. And sometimes I'll like wake up like 30 minutes later, you know, like, like actually come alive. And I'm like, oh shit, did I just post that? All right. 
I'm gonna leave it. 40, yeah. 40 people already saw it's fine, fine. Whatever. I think people appreciate that. And you know, there was one that you were doing, it was one night and you were talking about dating apps and you were asking people like, do you go on dating apps just like for fun or are you on dating apps because you're really looking for somebody? So I know that, you know, we were talking the other day, you said that you are not on the dating apps anymore, but I was tell me, I, I've been wondering so much about this because I mean, I, when I was single, I loved being single. There, no part of me is in a relationship because I just want to be in one. So yeah. I lo- like absolutely loved being single and I was terrible as far as dating apps go. Like I would have them, I would just swipe and then like, I would talk to somebody for two seconds. I would and be you get bored. Yeah. yeah. So that's so, what I yeah. do. Well, I've had them since what, like 2014 when they came out or whatever. <laughs> I had Tinder, I've had Bumble, I've had Hinge, and I've had all the weird ones in between, you know? Okay. And yeah, I just feel like I'm at the point now. Um, when they first came out, I felt like they were cool, a cool way to meet people. I met some like really cool people that, sure, I'll give it to you. I may not have met IRL, but also I'm. <laughs> I'm literally one degree away from everybody. So I beg to differ, you know? Yeah. But um, now it's just like sewage, dude. And when I did that poll, people, okay, I'm getting, I'm freaking out. I'm getting worked up here. I'm getting worked up because most of the people who answered and just most of the people that I know, especially like living in Texas, everybody's fucking married or in a relationship. I mean, I tell you, I am on, I am on an Island by myself. I don't know. And how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, 27. Oh my God. And you're so young. 28 in December. How do you? It's so different up here. I'm going to be 30 in December. Like it's so different up here. My boyfriend's 34. Like, (laughs) no, but, but up North and in California, like in LA, when I used to live, like I didn't, I didn't feel all these pressures of like having, like my boyfriend was older and like, I was honestly, it's easier to get a date in LA and like meet somebody in LA and like sort of have to have a fling than it is here in Houston. And I don't know if that's a me issue or if the guys here are slower. It's, it's It's probably a a non-settling issue, but we'll get to the bottom of it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to the bottom of it. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, people were answering. So most of the people that were answering were married or in a relationship and they said, what did I say? Just swiping or just for fun? I said, so you motherfuckers just be swiping and all of a sudden you got a ring. Right. Isn't that crazy? I'm so you're settling to me. That's you're settling. Am I right? It might be. I, I think so. And, and it's just crazy to me. And maybe this is a sad cherries to me. This episode <laughs> should be called two sad cherries, one mic or something. <laughs> <laughs> but like, maybe this is just the sad cherries to me, but you know, like, like there's so much world out there. Yes. And I know I've only lived in one city, LA, and it's a very transient, very, and I thought Houston was a melting pot. LA is way more. So it's like, I couldn't even imagine living in New York or even New Jersey or the UK or something like that. And it's like, you think this one dude that you went to high school with or that you match with on Tinder because y'all live within a five mile radius is the one? I know. I don't know. That is the Sagittarius in you because- But it's also, but I'm also very romantic. So I can't really, I don't know. That story just, mm, yeah. You know? So wait, did you find that a lot of the the people who were answering just swiping were guys or was it mixed? No, it was mixed, but most of them were guys. I think the majority, well, maybe not now the majority of, it it might be close to like 50, 50 male and female, but I think the majority of guys follow me. Mm -hmm. But now I think it's, pretty close to even or something right like it's because yeah. I'll be honest when I was on dating apps I I was on dating apps I mean for years I, I, I think I've only done Bumble Hinge and Tinder and I would go on I've never once actually met somebody in person from oh it. really never once because I would get so freaked out and I would also just get really bored right away like I remember one time there was this guy there was nothing wrong with him he was so cute he was so nice we were kind of like messaging in the morning then a couple of hours later he's like hey so how's your day going so far and I was like ew and I just like deleted him I found it very hard to like continue speaking to somebody if I didn't like see their mannerisms and the way that they speak it was very much like playing a video game for me like I would just swipe yes left and right and then it was like okay we matched cool he thinks I'm pretty that's the validation I needed for today and yeah. I would keep it moving but like there's plenty of people who are looking for and who have found love on these dating apps. Um, I know that it's different now. It seems like some of the restrictions have kind of lifted in 
uh, Texas, right? For quarantine or- Oh, for quarantine. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I accidentally have been out. It's okay. (laughs) Nobody's judging you. But you know, I've been out to a park and then outside to- like a restaurant like patio like nothing I go out for a walk every day I I need fresh air um listen you have to do what makes you comfortable and what everybody around you is comfortable with but the reason why I ask is because when you were put when you were posting that story and you were asking about people on dating apps were you still on them at that time and like was it still quarantine okay so I started this campaign I mean it's a joke but (laughs) a campaign with myself I guess Stop dating apps 2020. I think I could go on a huge thing about why I think they're so bad for your self-esteem and all these things. Yeah. Um, I think now, maybe when they first came out, they were cool. But now I think they have a lot more uh, cons than pros. But yeah, so I think I, I think since January, I've gotten it hinged maybe like four times. And it has lasted only 24 to 48 hours. Okay. And so, yeah, I think when I posted that, I had just deleted it um, for like the last time. Okay. So I haven't been on and I haven't been on in what, like, I mean like two months or something, but see, even when I get on, I'm just like not paying attention. And again, yeah, like you said, it's a game and I'm just like, okay. And I'm hopeful to see what's out there and maybe, maybe somebody's divorced. (laughs) Right. I don't want to divorce say, but, (laughs) but you know, it's just, it's sewage. Like you just think that like you're, you get your hopes up in terms of like just being optimistic and I'm an internal optimist. It kind of gets me in trouble, but thinking that like, Oh, the next time we'll be different or like, Oh, maybe it's fate that we both just are, you know, in quarantine and whatever. And fuck no. Okay. I got to get out of the cloud sometimes. Did you have any, did you have anybody who was like being super inappropriate because they thought that quarantine like makes things okay like my my worry is for people who are single and they're on dating apps right now and you're not supposed to be meeting up with anyone is that because everybody's either working from home or furloughed laid off whatever you're texting all day and it's clouding your judgment because you're because you don't realize this person is literally not living life the way that they would normally live they're bored so they're texting you all day and then because you're talking so much more it's moving faster and next thing you know they're asking you for pics of your boobies for (laughs) for nudies yeah um luckily mine I don't really give out my number so that doesn't really happen but yeah on the apps like it'll be you know you'll say hey what's up John and then he's like NMU and then he's like before you can even respond he's like send me pics or like hey do you want to meet up for wine night and I'm oh somebody did ask me that okay I'll give you a real life example okay okay erase that from your brain (laughs) but like this guy was like you know casual chatting I swear it was maybe like three and three like I responded three times he responded three times and then he was like come have wine and this was like right when quarantine started it was like maybe like a week or two in okay and I was just like bro we're in a pandemic no and he was just like wow lol okay yeah maybe next. like they get so butthurt yeah you reject him and so my so it's just everybody on those apps are insecure and I'm not an insecure person which, but it can make you feel that way. Oh, 1000%. When I'm, when I'm on them, I lose self-esteem for sure. Right. That or, you know what I would find myself doing? I thought that I was Adriana Lima with the way that I was swiping. I was like, I don't like the way that one hair, nope. And I would swipe left and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Who the hell do you think you are? I know. It's and like- think about guys are doing the same thing. Or not. My boyfriend actually told me, (laughs) my boyfriend told me when we first started dating that he would just go on Bumble or Tinder and he would just swipe right. It was like, you know, and then they unmatch you when you, when you match and then they look and then they like unmatch or talk to you. I'm like, that's not okay. How did y'all meet? <laughs> so to be God. honest with you, I literally I met him out. I've I've spoken about this before. I don't know about on this podcast, but definitely on my other one, I've spoken about this before. So Joe and I, we went out for a friend's mutual birthday. Never met him before. My first impression of him was my friend, we we were going out in New York City and it was in the summer. Like you don't go into the city in the summer, usually like you're down at the shore, whatever but we went to this club in the city. It was her 30th birthday. We pull up in the Uber and Joe's standing outside and he's wearing like a pretty casual outfit. It was a beauty, beauty in Essex. So it's oh. like, you know, they have one in yeah. LA and there's one in Yeah, yeah, yeah. We show it to people. You don't wear casual outfits 
to that. Right, but it was literally 98 degrees outside. Oh. And she, we pull up and my friend goes, oh my God, that's blah, blah, blah's cousin. It's her, you know, her best friend's cousin who I've never heard of, never met in my life. And she's like, he's not, he's not going to get in, blah, blah, blah. It was really funny. Meanwhile, he was like, I'm not wearing fucking pants on 98 degree weather. That was my first impression. We go up, we're drinking. It was such a shady situation. You know how it is when like you, you go to a club and there's like bottle service, right? Like there's a minimum, you have like a cocktail waitress. We had this, like somebody knew someone and the, the, promoter who got us in was literally just bringing us bottles of warm champagne and I was it was like not enough champagne for the people that were at the table and I was like fuck this like we're not going to get drunk so I take my my friend the birthday girl over to the bar and I'm like I'm buying us tequila shots of course because it was New York City the tequila shots cost like $50 $48 yeah (laughs) and somehow I got wasted. I was making fun of how we weren't going to get drunk. I got wasted. And next thing you know, you know, Joe was standing behind me and I was like, Ooh, that one. And I brought, I brought him home with me. It was literally a Sunday. It was brunch middle of the day. I took an Uber back to Hoboken where I was living at the time. And it was literally a fling, but what, what's really funny is I was like super single at that time and really not hooking up with anyone. I, I told myself like the week before I was like, I will not settle for a single person. Like I'm totally okay if I'm alone for the rest of my life. Same. Yeah. And not even butthurt about it. Just like, I don't care if I'm alone for the rest of my life. This is fine. I meet him. We hook up and I, he was like, Oh, Hoboken is kind of nice. But Hoboken, you can literally see, you know, Manhattan over the Hudson river. It's beautiful. I said, yeah, you can come here again when you want to come and take me to dinner, thinking it would be nothing. And now, you know, we're together a year and a half later where, you know, we're going to 100% get married. And I know that because I ask him every single day (laughs) to marry me. (laughs) But See, this is the stories that you don't get on Tinder. You know what I'm saying? Listen, he might, but... What's his sign? What happened? What's his sign? Oh, he's he's a Pisces. I know. Isn't that funny? I was going to ask you. That's funny. You know, I always be talking shit about Pisces. Do you? I don't think I ever noticed that. You probably block it from your brain. I don't Maybe. like, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Pisces. I think they're just a sign that I can't read. My moon is in Pisces. And I heard that like, whatever your moon sign, you don't like the sun sign. So I think that has something to do with it. Cause maybe y'all are fighting for like That's me, like funny. fighting for the deepness, like, Ooh, who's more, who has more depth? Me. Wait, but is it, is it guys or even like girls that you've been friends with that you've had? Issues? I hate the guys more than I do the girls. So, you know, what's funny. My moon is in Scorpio and I've always like loathed Scorpio guys, like always had issues. Really? With yeah. Oh, I love, well, I don't, I don't want to put that into the universe. I don't love Scorpios, but (laughs) I can think of worse signs. That's so funny. That is, okay, so that's funny. What's your rising? My rising is Leo. Oh, I was going to say that when you were talking about makeup and shit and like bedazzling. (laughs) I was like, that's very Leo vibes. Okay. My rising Sagittarius. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're a double Sag in that sense. Yeah, that's, so that's funny. funny that he's a Pisces. Oh, he is. He is so chill. Like he is the chill to my crazy. So it just, I don't know. It just works out. It just, really I like that. Out. Maybe there's and, hope for me, you know, and mind you, but that's how it has to be. It literally has to be where you do. And everybody says it's going to happen when you least expect it. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't harping on it, but it did happen when I least expected it. I was very happy being single. I was living in Hoboken. I was single. I was like, I was so excited to be single. I met him the weekend that I moved there and we both grew up in Staten Island. So I'm, you know, I'm from New York. So we both grew up in Staten Island and I was like, great, I'm going to move off of Staten Island and I'm not going to have to meet a Staten Island guy met one anyway that weekend that I moved and it's just it was it was a situation where it was literally Christina was being a hoe and it worked and it worked out and I we sat there and we told I was like spilling my guts talking about our families all the drama and that's that's it it was like we just it worked it ended up working out I love that I love that I just go go ahead no, I was going to say the, the dating app thing, I think that it can happen. I know people who have met on dating apps. But... I think it's past the point of it can happen. Like, yeah. I really do think that like, like my friends who have been married off of the apps, like, yeah, like they're pretty, they're pretty compatible, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I just don't think that it's personally going to happen like that for me because I've been on them for six years. So I felt like it would have happened, you know, right. but um 
Yeah, I'm very happy being single too. I love my apartment. I've been like remodeling it. It looks so cute, by the way. Yeah. But, um, you know, I love where I live. I loved my job, but I got laid off, whatever, fuck off. Um, And then, but now I, I just, I just don't vibe with the people. So that's why like, I just, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to meet anybody. I have no single girlfriends and the guys here suck. So it's like, I have to go out like a loser by myself. And although it's not a loser to like these guys, yeah. I feel like it, they're like loser. Like you Do don't you have ever go out. Do you have any couple friends who are either married or just in a relationship that are fun to go out with just them too? Cause I think that is like a golden situation. Yes. To go out with although a couple. all of my friends, all of them are having children. So they're being lames. Not that all right. having kids are lame, but it's just like, they're just at a different stage in their life. And you know, and I'm at a different stage in mine where I just want to go out and meet people. I, honestly, it doesn't have to be romantic. I'm just desperate for fucking like connection, like yeah. with a girlfriend, with a guy friend, with a love interest, whatever. Like I just, you need new energy in your life. New energy. Yeah. And that's really what it is. And I've, I've through this quarantine, I've been really trying to work on, you know, just iron out like what I really want and how to discern more and like, you know, notice red flags and just get the hell out of Dodge. You know what I mean? So I think that's the biggest problem is that a lot of people either these days, they ignore red flags and they don't think that certain things are red flags or um, it's like people are looking too much. Like I don't believe in just giving people chances and going on dates just because you want to go on a date. Like that's, that's me. Like, yeah. and everybody is completely different. Are you familiar with Matthew Hussey? No. I don't okay. He's that. really cool. If you follow him, he has great YouTube videos and whatever he wrote a book and he'll, you know, he'll talk about like all these ways to get you to like meet new people and, and go on dates, whatever he gives great advice. However, one thing that I will never agree with, and it's very weird advice and nobody gives this advice. I'm like, don't give everybody chances. Don't just go on a date with somebody because you might end up liking them or they might grow on you. Don't do it. Yeah. Like I was at a bar like before quarantine or like, yeah, I guess it was a bar, but, um, this guy, I like randomly, I was like, so fucking desperate. I was already (laughs) desperate for, for, like connection, like just like meeting new people, right? Like we were saying, right. and then fucking quarantine hit, and I was like, damn. But I just randomly walked up to this table and started talking. It was like two couples, and then a girl, and then like we all just like were laughing and having a good time. And this guy was like, it's a numbers game. You just gotta swipe and go out with as many people as you can, and like you're compatible with like a lot of people, right? So it's like you just have to. It's a numbers game, and I'm like. Mm, this is where we disagree. Yeah. I just think when it comes to love, it's not a numbers game. Do I think that everybody has multiple soulmates in different forms? Yes. But I don't know. I'm just very, I'm a unique personality and it's going to take a very interesting stable guy to like yeah. want to be with me. And you know? you know what, you know, what's funny too. And I'm not saying that Joe, that Joe's not interesting, but <laughs> with our personalities, you and I, we need to be stars of the show. That's just how it yeah. is. We need someone who is going to find what we're doing cool and not be intimidated by it and just like have fun with it and just give advice when we want it. Like we said before, and just like let us vent when we need it. That's it. Cause I used to be hung up on the idea of like, you know, like, that I needed somebody who was like cool and like had like crazy things going on. That's a bunch of nonsense. Like I don't need to be competing for attention with Mm -hmm. somebody else. No, thank you. And I totally would do that on accident. Yeah. Cause people want, there's this whole like Instagram versus reality of this like power couple and what they're supposed to be. And it's, you know, it's stupid and it doesn't make any sense. And it's like, I'd much rather, like Joe is never, like I have been with Joe almost a year and a half. I started, can't get a text back, like a month after Before I met him. him. No, oh, literally a month after? after I met him. I didn't think that it was going to be anything serious. So my like quote unquote persona for a while was like me, this like single girl, right? Like can't get a text back, this single girl. After a while, I realized that the reason why I wasn't putting out content is because it felt fake and I didn't like yeah. that. But in the meantime, he was never jealous or weird about it. You know, like you need to just find somebody who's like not weird about the things that you might say on, on a podcast or write about. And, you know, it's like, okay, let me see. Let me see if you have, well, well, now you're in a relationship, but you started both your podcasts in it. 
No, mm. go ahead. Okay, but the issue that I run into, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a very interesting person, okay? Even if I didn't have a platform or whatever, like just IRL, I'm like pretty interesting and we'll keep you on your toes with storytelling and like whatever. Right. But so it's like more of a moth to a flame, right? I'm a flame, they're the moths. And they go on this hunt of like trying to figure out who I am. Like, oh, let me stalk her. Let me follow you on Instagram. Fucking you made a mistake, first of all. Because <laughs> the stories are really out of control. Then they, you know, watch it all and I'm being crazy or talk. And most like, I'm like all the stuff that I post is like true, but it's also all out of context. Like I could have an idea that happened to me two months ago that I'm talking about right now. And I'm like, yo, this guy, blah, blah, blah. But really this situation happened two months ago. Right. It's like comedians getting, you know, I I get it. So it's like a lot of, so then guys will take all of that serious. And I'm like, okay, well, I know you're not my guy because you don't know what a fucking bit is. You know, you don't understand that like that's Instagram and social media is entertainment. And like, that is so silly that you're taking it so serious. It's serious in a different way, you know? Right. And then they'll listen to the podcast and then they'll be like, oh my God, are you talking about me? Or like when I blog, they would be like, oh, the first thing that people would always say, oh, are you going to write about me? And I was like, you don't really want to end up on my blog. And then they would like do something crazy to like, you know, make sure that they get on it or something like that, you know? And I'm just, and I would, and I would always know that. So I would never like acknowledge it because gross. Right. Uh, So I, because when I first started the the blog, Can't Get a Tax Back and the Instagram, Joe and I were not like very serious yet. I wasn't sure if it was going to go anywhere and which is stupid because I almost feel like it's so stigmatized to like have a one night stand and like have a fling and for it to be a relationship. So I was like, oh, that's not going to happen, but it did. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I... I shared that I was starting a blog and I said to him, Hey, I noticed that you liked my picture. I said, I was starting a blog. Um, are we going to like talk about that? Or like, do you feel weird about that? And I said, he was like, Nope. And he was like, I was like, do you feel weird? Like, are you going to read it? And he goes, Nope. <laughs> but, That's good. Yeah. But it didn't end up being a situation where for me, it wasn't like a blog where I'm writing about my escapades and things like that. Like that, that's not what it ended up being. Yeah. Um, but you need like, you need to find somebody who's going to just almost like be amused and think like, she's adorable for doing that. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. This is like her, but like, I'm like an exaggerated version of myself and I'm already like exaggerated. So I'm an exaggerated, exaggerated version of myself. But like, I used to want people going back to the support thing. Like I used to want people to read my blog and, oh my God, you didn't share it. And I, like, I would quiz people. I'm like, you read my blog. What, what did I say? Like, what was the gist of it? Cause I'm like, I don't fucking believe you. And that's rude, you know? But now like, I don't want the, and I would do that to my friends. Sorry, I'm a psycho. Don't care. <laughs> but, um, but for the guys, like I would want them to read it. Like I would always send it, you know, to get traffic and stuff. But then I was like, Joe doesn't listen I don't, to my shows. I don't really want you to because then I just feel like not my privacy is invaded, but like it's like my space, my free time. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm. I don't want to be censored to be like, oh, his feelings or whatever. Like this will be a fight later, even though this is like a joke and this sort of happened. But like I, you know, I'm embellishing the story. Like you know what I mean? Right. In in on my other podcast, um, my co-host Anushka she like when we started our show her boyfriend would play the episode and put the volume all the way down and walk away because he wanted us to get a listen but he said I don't ever want you to like not put something in it that you think is going to be funny because you're thinking about what I'm like what I'm gonna, gonna say oh that's really nice right. though and like for Joe Joe genuinely does not listen to podcasts he is like if it was up to him the music would be blasting out of this apartment all day every day he only wants to listen to music he doesn't listen to podcasts yeah because he's a pisces right yeah yeah they love music podcasts so i'm not going to force him to listen to them he listened to like my first one that i ever did and and i don't know maybe that was it like he's just it's not really you know his thing to listen he's recorded i think two with me one for my other podcast and one for this one but he's not into them and it's like you know, but he supports it. And once in a while he'll give me ideas. And sometimes he he gives me ideas where I'm like, can you just like shut up? Cause your advice is annoying me, but that's all you need. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely happen. Yeah. I definitely need like a, like an introverted guy, which I've mostly dated introverted people. Yeah. Um, I definitely am the star of the show and I, 
my dog growled at me when I said that. That's so funny. She, she's like, no, I'm the star of the show. Yeah, she's like, what bitch? <laughs> oh, her face right now, she's a little meanie head. Um, so funny. Uh, but yeah, I've definitely dated introverted people and it works, but obviously not because uh, they have like other issues. It's not just them being the star of the show or not. Like they can't express emotion and all these other things. Yeah, so of course. I'm obviously learning. They work out. Yeah, I'm learning. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in just dating because, you know, it's date with intention. And it's like, my time is valuable and my energy is, I mean, it's fucking good. Like I was talking to my cousin. Oh my God. I was talking to my cousin and we went to, um, get margaritas the other day, but you know, on on a patio, cause I don't want to sit inside. It's like too close. But, um, he was like, Rhea, I know why you're single. I'm like, oh, I knew this day was going to come. Somebody somewhere would have been like, this is why, bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> but he's like, I know why you're single. And I was like, oh my God, why? And I'm like chugging my beer. And he's like, you talk about yourself too much. And I was like, I do not. And he's That's like, funny. yes, you talk about, not like talk about myself and self-centered. Just like I get, I like interrogate and get too deep too quick because okay. I don't want to be wasting my time with, with service level conversation. But I'm realizing that you have to have the surface level conversation because it makes people uncomfortable and like, whatever. All right. So I got to find a balance. But he was like, that's so important that you recognize that. And honestly, like, who's going to be more honest with you than family? Yeah. And he was, yeah. And he was like, you know, you talk about your family and your therapy and your friends and how you this and, oh, I was here and that. And I lived in LA and I'm an actress, blah, 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 all these things. And he goes, every time you're on a date, I want you, if you feel like talking, to do this. Oh, and take a drink, and take a drink. And he's like, and I kept trying to ask him questions. He would just be like, oh, interesting. And like, That's take funny. a drink of his beer. See, the, so, one, of, one of the good pieces of advice that I've gotten, and I think it was probably from Matthew Hussey, who I was, you're going to have to, I'll, I'll link like his, his website or YouTube. Yeah, I love that. But um, he was saying how, like people want to talk about the things that they've done and to be interesting, but it can come up very like braggy or I want to talk about myself. So it's about talking about like one thing that was so like, that was exciting to you where you get to show like an, okay. So like a detail, right? So if, if you're talking and he's like, this is the, like, this is the best cup of coffee in town or whatever. And you're like, yes. Oh my God, this is so good. This place reminds me of this place that I used to go to all the time when I was living in LA. And and then that opens up the conversation for it, but it's not so like, yeah. Yeah. Like word vomiting. Yeah. yeah, It could be a lot. Some people, you know, when you want to, it's almost like you want to show them how interesting you are, but in turn, in turn, they might feel like they're not interesting enough. And I think that's where they get in trouble, but also that's me one self-sabotaging and two <laughs> testing to see if they can like keep up with me, honestly. But you know what? They might've not ever wanted to keep up with anybody before until they met you, you know? Mm. Like, like, I, I don't Dang, know. Like, that's good. Now, that's good. <laughs> there, there's a lot, there's a lot of travel that I want to do that I haven't been able to do. I've never, you know, I've never traveled abroad and like, there's so many places Same. that I've never been yes. to and I want to do that. Um, and there's, you know, there's a bunch of cities that I've been to. I mean, I've done Mardi Gras in New Orleans and I've gone to Vegas and done Miami and I've done all that fun, like single party girl stuff. And Joe hasn't really done a lot of that. However, it's not like, oh, he won't do it. It's like, great. Now I have somebody and we'll be able to like do that fun stuff with. And he maybe didn't have the desire to travel before, but now we'll do it together. So, mm. you know, I wouldn't even test the waters. I would just, you know, I would test the waters more to, you know, for somebody to be like, Oh, I, I would like to do that one day. You know? I guess. Yeah. And I've been trying to work on oversharing. So I definitely <laughs> am an oversharer on the Instagram too, but thank God it's only 24 hours, but it's something I I've really, I've worked on, even when it comes to friends and family, I would tell everybody, every part of my business, because it's like, I'm an open book who cares, but then it's almost like, especially cause you're very, like you get energy. You're opening yourself up to a lot of people's negative energy too. When I, I was going to say, which is what I thought you were going to ask earlier. It definitely backfires being so vulnerable sometimes. Yeah. Um, because you know, people will be like, oh, like, well, aren't you so, oh my God, perfect example. Oh Uh my God. So I tweet, so I was watching Vanderpump Rules, right? Okay. Second to last episode. I only started watching that this season, by the way. 
Oh, like, for the sorry first time to you. It's so boring. <laughs> it's so boring. But I said something like, if I tweeted and I didn't tag, I didn't do hashtags or anything. And I was like, if I was like, if Ariana is so depressed, why doesn't she go to therapy? I'm confused. I'm just a blunt human. Like right. that was just me genuinely like, I see an issue. Here's your solve, you know? Right. And she tweeted me back and I oh didn't, I didn't tweet her. I didn't at her. I didn't do anything. She's like, actually have gone to therapy for the last two seasons and it was filmed and they cut it both. And I go on and off screen. So yeah, I said, okay. Yeah. I was just genuinely like interested, like confused right. in case nobody has. Were you sweating? I would have literally pooped. I was sweating. <laughs> My face was bright red. And because, because, and you know, I got all this hate mail about how like I'm not into mental health and like, you know, um, how she doesn't owe you anything and all these things all valid, but it's funny because you were attacking my mental health while defending hers. Yeah. Of course. And that's Twitter is true. Twitter. I cannot go on Twitter anymore. I just don't do it because people are ridiculous. I don't know how many years ago it was that uh, I was talking about like some sort of food giving like it's giving somebody like diabetes or something like that and I got like I got tweets from people who were like it's not cool to make fun of diabetes I was like I'm not making fun of diabetes <laughs> I'm just asking a question like sorry you can't hear my tone sorry you don't know who I am but I was like wow this is bad for business but it's like you know no one can be perfect Tony Robbins isn't perfect Brene Brown isn't perfect you know, Gabby Bernstein, all these people who are very motivational, very spiritually aware people are always like, it's human nature to say stuff that maybe isn't sensitive or not thought through or just whatever. And yeah, so I don't know where I was going with that story, but no, just be just like saying like, not oh, having to be vul- oh yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Cause it backfires being vulnerable. Cause then it's like, you know, everybody. Yeah. And then, you know, when you think that nobody's paying attention, I mean, I did an episode and I only have, and I just, I deleted my Twitter and I had it for so long and I re got it last year and I only have 73 followers. Like who the fuck is watching me? No one funny that happens though. Like, but it's, it's all, it's, it's made me realize like, even if you think that nobody's paying attention, they probably are. Like I did an episode with Anushka where we were talking about, um, bachelor parties And I was giving details about somebody's bachelor party that I heard of. And mind you, I didn't give context that like, it was a culmination of all these different stories that I've heard going Mm -hmm. to this place. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. The friend who told me the details of this bachelor party, all these people listen to this podcast. I got in so much trouble. Like I gave too much information, like too many details that were giving away. And like all these guys, their wives and girlfriends, it was a messed up situation. So it's like, oh, on another note, if you think nobody's paying attention, they're paying they attention. Are. I really just thought to myself, I'm not getting that many listens an episode. There's no way anybody, even my friends was listening to this episode. And mind you, of course she went and listened because then she's getting texts from people. Meanwhile, she probably never listened to my podcast before. Chose that episode. Oh my God. No, that's so true. And I definitely have been in trouble and have learned the hard way over the years to, you know, just certain things you say and whatever. So I definitely try to be mindful of, things I say, I mean, obviously, and if you're back in the corporate world, that's completely different. Yeah. It's different if you're, you know, in entertainment, they want you to be all taking your clothes off and like yeah. ratchet as hell, you know, but if yeah. you're in corporate, that doesn't really flow backwards. So I have to find, I, I think I found kind of that balance of still being myself, but not oversharing and being too out of alignment, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, totally so. makes sense. Um, okay, I have one more question for you. Okay. Are, when you are looking for a love interest, how much importance are you placing on the astrology? Are you like asking them to text their mom and get the get the birth date and the date of the place of birth and doing the whole chart? Tell me about that. Okay. Oh, in short, yes, but <laughs> not because, but not because I think it holds weight. To me, when I got into astrology, I got into it as a way to understand myself and how to communicate better with others. So if I I know that you're not emotional, I can't come at you with like a lot of emotions, right? If I know you're more fact-based, I'm going to make sure I have all my evidence and my fucking facts before I present some shit or you'll like kick my ass. You know what I mean? 
So that's how I initially got into it is a better way to understand myself and communicate with others. Then I went down a rabbit hole and now I just think I'm an amateur sociologist and can (laughs) analyze the fuck out of people. And I'm usually really, really, really spot on. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've been on a couple dates and I'm, you know, two beers in and I'm like, Hey, what's our being bored? Like I just am word vomit. I have been trying, like I made a promise to myself like maybe a month ago to like not do that as much because my friends were telling me that I've gotten really crazy with all the personality tests because now it's not just astrology. Now I want to know Enneagram, Enneagram, your Myers-Briggs, but although Enneagram sucks asshole, it's like the least like personality test, but your Myers-Briggs is pretty accurate. And again, all of these things is just, are just ways for me to better understand you, not be so much of like, Oh, he's a tourist. Like that's not a match. Like fuck off, you know? But like, if I'm like, Oh, okay. So this is what I know about this. Are they like this? Yes or no. Or are they, is it more of a match for me or is it, am I repeating the same patterns? Like it's, it's definitely all self-serving for me. Although everybody I think is a casualty in that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Cause I don't date Sagittarius matches. I actually date Pisces matches. My, oh, uh, okay. Have you ever dated a Sagittarius? Mind? No, but I've, uh, had a fling with one had fun with one yeah no yeah. my last boyfriend was a Sagittarius and that was like not a what good idea think? really was he not extroverted or introverted he was he was more introverted but, however and like this is just this is just like this is not fact so if you're dating a Sagittarius male don't get all crazy but like sometimes there's like this um I'm sure that you've heard this this thing where like male Sagittarius are like known to be cheaters yeah, they're fuck boys. And that was the case with him. And it was like on the exterior, he wasn't a fuck boy at all. Like literally, Anushka and I have referred to him as the chubby nice guy. Like he come to, he came off as like the chubby nice guy, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you're cheating on me. Thanks. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, yeah the so. one the one that I was having fun with has the same moon and rising as me, mm. so it was really like intense. Um, but then I realized, like, then the veil dropped and I like woke up out of my trance that I made for myself. (laughs) Nobody had to like do it for me. Um, I made him like, you know, I thought he was like so cool and he's an art, he's a photographer, whatever. So he's an artiste and, you know, his style's edgy and I'm like into it and, you know. All the shit that doesn't matter in the end. Right, right, right. Has, yeah, anyways, I don't want to put him on blast, but not that he would listen, but yeah, moral of the story is it was all facade and he had nothing to offer. Uh And then he would like talk to me about girls he's in love with, plural, girls. Oh. And then like want to hook up and I would be like, fucking what? No. And then I, and then he would be like, why are you upset? I'm sorry, you just cried. What? Yes. We will, we'll, we're going to end this on this note, right? <laughs> Guys don't understand. It is, if you want to hook up and you just want to have fun, you want to have a casual fling, it is possible. And men will most likely, mostly for the most part, men will always be the ones to fuck it up because they don't realize that there's still boundaries. Yes. Like, do not talk about the other girls that you're in love with. If you see your fling out at a, a bar because you live in the same town, maybe you cannot yeah. try to hook up with her friend. <laughs> yeah. Or you can, you know, like not like if you're out with another girl and she's out with another guy and like y'all are hooking up, maybe just acknowledge like from a distance. But like we depending on your situation, like we don't need to go off and small talk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah dude, guys that's so true. It. And guys are like, oh, like girls can never do girls can never hook up because they get emotionally attached. Bitch, what? I'm on a roller coaster. I don't know where to get off this exit. Exactly. (laughs) God, you put me on this and said it was a kiddie ride. Turned out to be like the crazy one at Universal that goes straight up and straight down. Exactly. And it's just like us asking for respect to them means that we're in love with them and we want to literally respect. Yeah, literally respect. I've had three guys um, not lately, but but, you know, in my mid-20s when I was in L.A., um, I think over the course of like a year, year and a half, be like, oh, I broke up with you because you were in love with me. <laughs> hey, what? Did yeah, I say uh, that? No. Were we dating? I'm so confused. Right. When the fuck did I say I was in love with you? That's They're like, so I just funny. felt it. I just felt it. 
I didn't talk to you for three days. What do you mean? I'm not in love with you. <laughs> Jesus. Just because I'm nice, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're so funny. All right. Well, we have to do this again. You're going to launch a podcast by yourself, similar to what I'm doing. So yes. I better be a guest on that. Yes, um, girl. Why don't you tell everybody uh, where they can follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Raya underscore Hinsler, R-A-Y-A underscore H-E-N-S-L-E-R. Um, the new podcast will be called Little Raya Sunshine. It'll be on Apple, Spotify, wherever, wherever else you get podcasts. Um, I don't have a launch date yet, so it's TBD, but be on the lookout. Also, my blog is littlerayasunshine.com. And yeah, and I'll, I'll share everything in the show notes. Yeah. All right. Bye, well, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I really Important. enjoyed it. So. We'll do it again. Yes. Bye.